Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you, Lord. You move the mountains that were before us. You caused the wall of Jericho to come down. You parted the Red Sea. You shut the jaws of lions. You turned lions into pillows. You fed us with manna from above. We drank from the rock. What is it that our God cannot do? He is in the midst of us. No weapon, fashion, shape, form against us shall prosper. They will not prevail. They will try, but they will not prevail. We walk by faith and not by sight. We believe God in His fullness. And we can sincerely declare that it is well. We can sincerely declare that it is well. You see, if you walk by faith, then you have no panics. You have no fear. Fear is without faith. And faith is without fear. So, it is well. We have a God that moves mountains. That causes walls to come down. They tumble down. As we give him praise. Well, be seated if you can sit. If you can't sit, just keep standing. Praise the Lord. All right. I want to share with you briefly. If you have your Bible, let's go to Matthews. Matthews 18. Verse 11. Matthew 18, verse 11. Amen. Reads, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Amen. And Luke 19. Luke 19. 10. Luke 19, 10 reads, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. Amen. Um. I just want to check with you today whether you understand the purpose of our Lord Jesus Christ coming on this planet. He took upon himself the form of a man, the Bible says. In other words, he clothed his spirit with this physical body. But Luke 19, 10 says, 
He came to seek. Everyone say seek. He came to seek that which was lost. I love um, Diana Hamilton's song where he says he came looking for me. You see, Jesus Christ's purpose of coming on this planet is to search, seeking is searching. When you say look, a kind of, it doesn't mean it properly as searching. You see, when you're searching for something, you search with intense. You're looking hard. You're looking, you're looking with all, you know, you are very, very serious searching to find it. He came seeking for me. He came seeking for you. Amen. You see, when you, have you ever lost something? And you're looking for it? First of all, let me tell you, if it wasn't important to you, why will you be looking for it? Well, you'll be searching for it. Sometimes you misplace something of value. I can, you know, talk about the ladies that lose their wedding rings. Misplace them. And will be searching and searching and searching and where have I put this thing? I was thinking, um, as I was meditating on this, I've only had one wedding ring. Some of us have had three. <laughs> no names mentioned. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But because it is of value to you, that is why you search and search and search. Praise the Lord. You keep searching. The, the, you know, he came seeking. He came looking for us. You see, I want to deal with this first. Seek means to sort out. To search for. To search for and find. This search... It's a bit more than looking. It is searching with intention or with intense. For the, so the Son of Man came seeking to save that which was lost. The question is that I want to put to you. Jesus came seeking he came searching for you. Has he found you? Has he found you? Has Jesus Christ 
located you. Or you are still lost on his radar. What is it that is in your life that as a result, he cannot locate you? What is it? And I want you to really listen to me carefully. Is it cultural? Some of us, we are Christians, but bound in culturalism. We're bound in cultural style, are things that we do. We can't differentiate. And we use but. Yeah, we know but. Some of us are bound in tradition. Nationalities. It hinder us from actually coming clear that we can be located. He came seeking. Religion is another thing. Even denominationalism is also another thing. The business world, sometimes it, it really become an issue with our walk with the Lord. Church, how long is Jesus going to search for you? How long must he wait? The Bible talks about, you know, we must take our cross and follow. If we are not willing to lay down the weight that so easily beset us, we cannot add the cross to it. Are you with me? If we are already carrying loads, we can't carry the cross with it. So we need to lay down our loads. You see, and that is why the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If we do not come new, we cannot carry the cross. And I want you to search in your heart. Has he really found you? Has Jesus found you? Because when he comes on the scene, everything changes. Are you with me? When Jesus shows up in your life, listen, Stop, stop fooling yourself, if I can be honest with you. Because if your lifestyle is not changing, I put a question mark whether he had really found you. 
Because when Jesus comes on the scene, when Jesus shows up in your life, everything changes. When I say everything changes, everything don't change overnight. But there is a change that people see in you to say, this is a different person. Why is it that Jesus, if you say Jesus has come into your heart, but there is no change at all? That is absolutely impossible. Spiritually, it's absolutely impossible. When Jesus shows up, there is a change. There is something on the inside that causes you to do the things that is right. Causes you not to do the things that you once did. Praise the Lord. When you embrace Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you cannot be the same again. See, when he finds you, he delivers you. Praise the Lord. When Jesus finds you, he delivers you. Salvation has deliverance. Amen. When he, when he comes into your life, he sets you free from certain bondages. Amen. And that is why the Bible says, whoever the son set free is what? Is truly free indeed. Maybe I should read that scripture. John 8, 36. John 8, 36. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. Amen. If the Son sets you free, when he finds you, he liberates you from the affairs of this life. He sets you free from tradition, from bad habits. He sets you free from the, the, the activities that does not come in line with the word of God. You see, you are a spirit being. If I take it a little bit first, further, you are a spirit being. Man is a spirit. He has a soul, and the soul and the spirit lives in this physical body that we see. Praise the Lord. And because we are spirit beings... When he delivers us, when he finds us, our spirit is regenerated. 
recreated. And so we become a new species. We become new. Now our spirit has been born again. And so Romans 12. Can you read Romans 12, 1? Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies in a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. Amen. I beseech you, I beg you, You know, that you, pre- you present your body a living sacrifice. You pre- we're talking about our flesh. We're talking about our physical body operates. Our physical body, the voice of our physical body are our Five physical senses. Did I say it right? And and it talk, it do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed to the renewal by the renewal of your mind. So we need to renew our mind. Amen. We need to renew our mind. We need to change our way of thinking. And this is the biggest problem the church have. When I say the church, the church is not the wall, it's not the name, but it's the people. The people of the church, the body of Christ, a lot of us, this is our problem. We take the world system and try to mingle it with the spiritual world system, so to speak. And we always run into trouble because the two of them does not emerge anywhere at all. It is a completely separate Entity. So the world has a system, praise the Lord, and Satan is the God of this world system. The way the world thinks is influenced by Satan. And Jesus Christ has given us his way that we should think, which is the word of God. And you see, I said we are spirit being, we have a soul, and we live in a body. We are tripod being. The soul has not been delivered. The spirit has been delivered. The spirit has been reborn. Recreated. So our spirit is made anew. 
But our soul has, nothing has happened to our soul. Our soul is our thinking, our emotion, our decision making. You know, there's part of us that we get there to make decisions. This realm needs to be renewed. Our way of thinking, our emotions, how we do things needs to change and come in line with the word of God. And that is what Romans is talking about. We need to renew our mind. Praise the Lord. We need to renew our mind. If Jesus Christ came seeking for you and has found you, what he wants you to do, praise the Lord. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. And if he had found you, it means your spirit has been recreated, made anew. But your soul has not been dealt with. See, we, we want to pray and say, God, do it. No, God says, I've done my part, you do your part. So our soul, our mind, our emotions, our, where we make decisions, our will, all needs to be tr transformed or renewed by the word of God. Our way of thinking needs to change. Praise the Lord. If we men try to maintain, please get this. If we try to maintain the way we have been thinking, if we try to maintain the way we have been doing things, What we will do is, we will be running parallel with the world system. And therefore, we get no benefit for our salvation. When I say benefit, it's not profiting us the way it should profit us. See, our physical body... It still needs to be dealt with. So you have your spirit, you have your spirit, your, your physical body. Your soul is the one that decides who is winning the battle. Your spirit cannot fight against your soul and your physical body. It's two against one. When you have two fighting against one, 
It's not easy. But you see, we, we, you know, I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about your creator spirit. But you see, that is why God has given us the tools that can help us to win over the flesh. When we change our way of thinking to come in line with the word of God, praise the Lord. When we change our way of thinking to come in line with the word of God, then the spirit and the soul comes in agreement and they can overcome the flesh. Praise the Lord. So, I'm asking, has he found you? If you are not walking in the way that God wants you to walk, if you are not living the way that God wants you to live, I'm asking you, has he really found you? You see, I want you to understand this. If you're saved, you're saved. But I'm trying to draw your attention to something here. And what I'm trying to draw your attention to is how much God is in you. I ask a question sometime. How big is your want to? How big is your want to? Is Jesus really in you? How, how is your traditions becoming a barrier between you and your God? Let me throw your attention to something. The three Hebrew guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the tradition, the culture, Nebuchadnezzar has set a decree. But you see, they were bold enough against all the odds that will come against them. Can you really stand up and be counted for Jesus and say, as for me, whatever the case is, I know what the word of God says, or are you going to buckle under pressure because of the elders? Else you may be disrespectful. Which way would you go? Is Jesus really so important to you that you will not allow any rituals to derail you? Where will you turn? 
Where will you turn? The truth is, if we allow things to come into our lives which hinder our relationship with God, we cannot be successful with this walk. Many are called, but it's only a few that are chosen. Which way are you? Are you among the many that are called? Or have you been chosen out of the many that are called? Where do you stand? You see, Jesus paid the price. When he came searching, he came to seek that he might save us. What did he do? He laid down his life. His spirit. Get this. Jesus. See, it wasn't just the physical body that he suffered. But his spirit. He gave his spirit. Therefore, he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was separated from his father at that time. Can you give yourself that way? Can you give yourself that way? How far will you go in giving your life to him? Or are you looking around? See, if you really are committed to Christ, nobody around you matters. Nobody around you matters. The only one that matters is Christ. When I say nobody around you matters, nobody around you should be able to divert you, to derail you, to bring you off course. Nothing that anybody does should hinder that relationship that you have with God. If somebody does, if somebody wins that battle, then your faith is not strong in Christ. Absolutely nothing. Romans 8. Absolutely nothing should be able to separate us from the love of God which we have in Christ Jesus. Shall tribulation, 
shall barrenness, nakedness, peril. What is it? Not even death should be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Church, I want to encourage you today. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. We believe we were lost. But has he really found you? That is my question to you. And you are the only one that knows that yes, he has found me. It's Jesus was to show up any moment in our life will we be ready to say yes I'm ready let's go that's the question don't look at people don't look at circumstances don't look at situations look up to your God the psalmist said, 121, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. If you are saved, stay saved. If you don't, if you, if you miss everything that I have said today, I want you to pick up Romans 12, 1 and 2. I want you to read it every day. I want you to think of it. But reading it and thinking of it will never benefit you until you practice it. So go and meditate on it. Go and think about it and put it into action. Change your way of thinking. How? By doing what the word says. Feed your spirit by reading the word daily. And you shall be blessed. Let's bow down our heads. Lord Jesus you deserve all the praise, all the glory. You deserve all the adoration. We thank you for this privilege that you have given unto us to allow us to use your name because you came seeking for us to save that which was lost. We were once lost but you found us. I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone under the tone of my voice, Lord, will apply the word that their life will be transformed, that they can say, yes, truly, Jesus has found me. That they are living a life that is worthy of your name.
I pray that your goodness, your love, your mercy will continue to flow in our midst. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.